tuning you in now to the all-new LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll with your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to today's edition of the LBX Daily. Just to start things off, a quick explanation about what we're doing here and what this podcast is all about. The LBX Daily is the first in a series of podcasts we're launching in our location-based experience community we call the LBX Collective. It's meant to be a lightning quick 15-20 minute video podcast highlighting some of the fascinating things happening in the location-based entertainment industry. Now, we've divided the show into two parts. The first part we call the rundown. In this section, we touch on some of the interesting things we've come across that we think are relevant to our industry and we think would be a great things to share with you. In the second part, we top it off with our very own musings on an industry-specific topic, which we call the rumination. Okay, now, since the goal is to create community and get people to share ideas and connect, we then post this rumination on our Discord channel and ask you to join us there to provide your thoughts and feedback. And this brings us to the biggest point. What the heck is this community all about? So no, it's not just about us yammering away on a podcast. It's about creating space for industry professionals like us to connect, interact, inspire, and celebrate with each other. A place where you can share your knowledge and find solutions to your challenges. Now, if you haven't already done so after this podcast, head on over to our website, lbxcollective.com, and sign up to be part of this growing community. We would love to have you there. All right, let's get things rolling, shall we? All right, sounds great. So today, this is why I'm... Having, right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. And having a drink at uh, 9.40 in the morning on a Friday. Um, but no, today is National Whiskey Sour Day. Mm. And uh, and so, no, you know, normally we do this in the afternoon. And you, you guys all know I usually have a little bit of uh, Old Forester bourbon. Um, but today, because it's National Whiskey Sour Day, thought I'd make a whiskey sour. So got one here. Um, but what's cool about this, actually, so I'll just talk a little bit about this glass. So this glass I actually got from my grandfather. Uh, he's now passed. Uh, he lived to 92, had a great life. Um, and uh, I used to go pheasant hunting with him uh, quite often. And so the very first time I was pretty young, went pheasant hunting, I shot a dove instead of a pheasant. A bird flew up and I just like quick pulled my you know gun out and shot the bird. Um, and it was a dove. It was not dove season. Um, but he had a set of glasses and he's given one to each of the, uh, the three uh, male cousins. And, uh, and so the uh, glass that I got was, uh, this, this little hand painted dove on it. So, uh, anyway, every time I drink, uh, uh, every time I drink out of this glass, I think of my grandfather. Um, but more importantly, the whiskey sour was his favorite drink. So, uh, he would have one every day, uh, at the end of his night. So anyway, so to, uh, to my grandfather, Timothy Wiley. Cheers, 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 yeah, cheers, cheers. And there, there's a really good idea for your very first tattoo, Brandon. A little dove somewhere. A little dove. A little dove. I'll get a little dove right here, right, right on right. your butt cheek. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that. yeah. Um, no. Okay. So, but along along the lines of drinks, there's actually a, a an arcade bar that opened up in Austin, Texas, and. Um, it's, you know, pretty straightforward arcade bar. It's called reset arcade bar. But what I thought was really interesting about it was that they actually spent some time and th- these are not interesting, unique, uh, you know, special cocktails that they created, but they spent time creating interesting and fun names that tied these cocktail, these really classic cocktails, but tie them into all the different 
retro arcades that are in their arcade bar. So uh, I thought this was pretty cool. Gin and Sonic was one of my favorite ones and Pac Manhattan. Those two were like really, really cool names. And so just something that felt like we could think about doing, right? More frequently. Like, you know, we could still have these drinks, but just try to name them differently to tie them into the overall theme or brand that you have. So I uh, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Super fun. Free, super fun stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I always like to go try a new drink and a new flavor on a new drink with a new name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, who here can say they've never missed a day of work in 27 years? Mm. Anyway, Kevin Ford from Burger King. Oops. Kevin Ford of Burger King certainly can. So Kevin um, worked at Burger King 27 years straight without missing a single day. He never called in sick. He never had any of his shifts changed. Like, this is crazy. This is nuts. This job, though, allowed Kevin to put his four girls through high school and all the way through college, which is incredible. Um, the company acknowledged Kevin recently with a gift. Uh, they provided him with a goodie bag full of candy, a Starbucks cup, movie tickets, and a keychain, which Kevin Lee enthusiastically actually truly enthusiastically posted on his Facebook or on some sort of social media saying, hey, check out what I got. This is awesome. Anyway, it didn't go over so well with his followers. Um, as you can imagine, uh, Burger King was criticized and told, you can do better. And someone even suggested that uh, they provide him with a week off of service, you know, to go see his grandchildren, which apparently he hadn't even met because <laughs> of all the work he was providing for Burger King. Oh, my goodness. Um, and someone also said, hey, why don't you start a GoFundMe page for Kevin? You know, maybe maybe you can raise enough money for him to visit his grandchildren. Anyway, it sparked um, a fire under his daughter and she created that page and she had a small goal, just $2,000 to raise for Kevin just to go do that. Anyway, she kept bumping the goal up as the GoFundMe got more popular and more popular to the point where they have raised $420,000 at this point. <laughs> and, you know, and they've had successful actors and uh, famous people actually contributing money. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the articles said that David Spade and Kevin are actually good buddies now exchanging uh, texts back and forth. And uh, David awesome. Spade was one of the contributors, right? Yeah. But I mean, doesn't this speak to, it's such an interesting conundrum. Like, as an employer, you mean you want your, your people to always show up for work, not to call in sick. We know this is just a reality yeah, and it's going to happen. But really to be able to acknowledge somebody after 27 years of service is a really big deal. And we do need to do better as organizations at doing that. And even at different uh, milestones along the way, five, 10 years, whatever it is, and having a good program to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and it, doesn't have to, it doesn't always have to be monetary, right? I mean, right. so it could be... Uh, any sort of different recommend, uh, recognition, but I find what's even more fascinating now, actually seeing the, the, the picture, and we were talking about this earlier, um, but seeing that he was at a Burger King at an airport too. That's right. So That's for right. 27 years, never missing a day at a Burger King at an airport, like the level of complexity that it takes them to just <laughs> to get to his job every That's single right. day is unbelievable. So kudos to this guy. Um, and, and so awesome to have that type of support and he's got a great nest egg for retirement now and just be able to go and and enjoy some of his life. And so, Mm -hmm. um, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Really cool. Really cool story. It serves. Yep. So, uh, along the lines of raising money, uh, camp pickle just landed a $200 million investment from Simon property group. And a couple of others like Good Alpha, who who's invested in Pickleball before and Align Capital Partners. And, um, you know, look, Camp Pickle looks pretty cool. Uh, so it's looks there's indoor, outdoor components. So they have uh, and then they have these tent themes and kind of like a sports ca- or um, like a Boy Scout camp kind of uh, kind of vibe to it. 
And they have two different formats, a 70,000 square foot and a 40,000 square foot format, depending on where they're, you know, where they are located, urban areas, more rural areas. Um, but what I find really interesting, this first, they've raised this money and they've haven't even opened a location yet. Their first location is going to open up in Centennial, Colorado in, in, tw- in the fall of 2024. So 200 million bucks to open something that hasn't opened yet. And here's, here's my issue. And so granted it is Robert Thompson. He is the CEO and he's the founder and he was the founder of Punchbowl Social. So he understands entertainment and uh, he understands the stuff. But um, my, my issue is when you see private equity coming in at such a large amount of money that typically is a signal to the market that you've reached the peak of whatever that particular thing is. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is just a word of caution with regards to pickleball venues that if you've already, if you're under construction, finish that thing as fast as possible and get it launched. And if you haven't and you're thinking about doing a pickleball venue, now might be the time to shift your thought to something else uh, because there's a lot of money now pouring into pickleball. It's going to get saturated very quick. There's going to be lots of consolidation. And, uh, and I think we're going to see pretty much the peak as far as pickleball venues are concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe just considering to use it as some sort of a pop-up in your venue, if you have some extra space where you can create something simple that isn't going to cost you a lot of money, you know, it, take advantage of the trend, get the dollars in your pocket now, and just know that it's something that's going to kind of fade away eventually. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a yeah great point. Right. So, but, and, and, and I mean, we can't stop hearing about pickleball and I think it's something that we need to dive into more. I think something that we've never discussed is the sounds of pickleball. Apparently the noise is actually a thing. And I think, I, I, I really think especially in indoor and, venues, right? Indoor right. venues. It's oh. loud. It's constant. So do they, so indoor venues, do they give you earplugs, like little pickles you can kind of stick into your ears while you're playing just to kind no, of. No, I mean, I'm sure you can't. It's not like it's, it's not like it's deafening. I mean, you go to a concert and it's certainly louder, like the decibel volume. It's just incessant so it's an incessant mm. sound that you're constantly hearing this little plunk 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 that like nonstop right. and squeak 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 so anyway um uh, it's uh yeah fascinating fascinating yeah. all right <laughs> okay well roller skating enthusiasts today is your lucky day uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, who are best known for their do-it-yourself show on Home and Garden TV called The Fixer Raptor, announced a new roller skating project this week. <laughs> the couple are going to be trading in their hammers and launching this new show that will bring together the best roller skaters from around the country in the nation's first roller skating-wide dance competition. Now, um, if I mean, crazy, crazy things here. First of all, I love these roller skates. The colors are like oh, totally rad. Like total retro, rainbow <laughs> down the yep. side, you know, the blue yep. suede. Those are, those are some sick. Uh-huh. Skates. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where do I get myself a pair of those? Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, have, if you've ever been and watched some of these roller skating events, like number one, roller derbies with the girls, like skating around hardcore, knocking each other out and losing teeth. Like it's insane. Um, number two, if you've ever been to any of the shows where they do some of the roller roller skating tricks. Like, um, I went to absinthe in Vegas a couple years ago and they have this roller skating segment where they're twisting around the girls going around on her neck and the guys spinning around in the air. And they're, I mean, the strength and coordination that is required to pull some of this stuff off is nuts. So, I mean, this show is going to definitely, wow. I I think there's going to be some spectacular stuff going on here. Yeah. And this is just great, great, great publicity for the sport of roller skating, but then also anybody who owns a roller rink. And so I'm super involved with the roller skating association. And, um, you know, those guys are absolutely amazing. And 
the the to see the resurgence in just roller skating popularity in general cool. right now is awesome. Especially on the East Coast, you have shuffle skating and your shuffle skating nights, and there's a whole thing around this. And so, um, great just to see uh, th- this would be great publicity. So if you got a roller rink. Definitely find a way to promote this, co-promote this, tie this into what you're doing, um, you know, and, and somehow tie in this this with, you know, with your roller rink. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, the couple state is finally putting on a pair of roller skates is like reuniting with your childhood. There's just something about it that appeals to everyone. All right. Uh, shows airing early in 2024. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Uh, well, great. So uh, Universal, who has been making some really interesting strides in tying together uh, your phone and app-based technology with your actual gameplay and experience. So I just recently had a chance to go to Universal Hollywood mm-hmm. and play the Super Mario World. And we had these wristbands and I could run around and I could tap the wristbands to like collect coins. And I like bump so the cool. little thing to collect coins and collecting those coins ties back to my app, which then also has leaderboards up everywhere um, as well. So you can see kind of who's ranking and who's collecting the most perks and doing the most things. So that's at, at, at Hollywood. Well, they just in the Minions land in Universal Orlando, they just launched a, a new game called Villain Con Minion Blast. And what I thought was pretty cool about this, um, not only it was the, is the is the actual attraction interesting because you're you're walking around carrying a gun, so it's free roam, which is totally different than like typically you sit in a ride vehicle and you're going and you're shooting right as you're you know kind of like the classic dark ride. Um, but you're free roam. You've got these blasters, but more importantly, you could take your phone, you download the app and you tap it to the blaster and it ties your blaster to your app. And so as you go along in the game, it's tracking it and it's allowing you to unlock evil perks. If you get so many things, your extra powerful blasts to blast even more stuff away and get more points. But then I thought it was even better on top of it is it allows you to earn digital collectibles. So we've, we haven't really touched on that a whole lot here. We're certainly yeah. going to be talking about that at our IAPA FEC lunch on Wednesday uh, during the week of IAPA. Um, but this whole idea of earning digital collectibles, super cool, obviously tied here. And there's so much more once they have those digital collectibles, they can do around loyalty and other rewards. Um, and we'll certainly talk more about that. But Universal is doing some really innovative stuff. And I think even pushing ahead of Disney in many ways. And so mm-hmm. one uh, one cool little thing to, to you know keep it, keep your eye on because... They handle they, they spend a lot of money on the R&D. And what you find is this stuff trickles down for us to be able and becomes more accessible for us to be able to do these kind of things in our in our like smaller LBE venues. So uh, mm-hmm. that's Minions Villain Con Minion Blast. Mm, I love it. I love it. Can't wait to play. Um, also trending for Universal, actually, is they are they have massive construction underway for their epic universe in Orlando, which is going to be opening up in 2025 sometime. And what I just find so cool about it, and this is just a picture, you can actually go and find aerial views with um, drones that they're taking, watching the construction of the park actually happening, which is, I mean, to see a time lapse of that eventually is going to be so incredibly cool, right? I wish, and I hope, actually, they do some sort of show on this, like how they built it, where they kind of go through like how they put the roller coaster oh, yeah. together maybe even the planning process of something like this i don't know how proprietary or, or secretive i guess something like this would be but yeah i mean disney disney does you know has a lot of those things like you know the, how, how you this attraction was built and how this was coming so they and they talk about the whole design process and everything else so it's super cool to watch those things on disney plus i'm sure universal will find a way to, to you know to put that out there i'm so excited for epic universe okay. i'm so excited for that theme park I know I've been waiting for years. Every year when we go to the IAPA trade show, I'm just like, oh, I can see the land. I know where they're building it. It's happening here. This is just going to be so awesome. Wicked and cool. I am 
kicking myself for not having bought a Vista K condo right across the street from because that value of that condo is going to skyrocket already probably has, but it's going to skyrocket once that Epic universe opens. And I can tell you already just from booking (laughs) that my condo (laughs) is far more expensive this year than it has been in previous years. So definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually that might be something to consider jumping on. Let's, let's talk about that later. Um, Okay. (laughs) Any case. Um, alrighty. Um, also in final news today, um, IAP actually came out with a fabulous article on the power of networking. Um, and it really shares how to connect with industry professionals, collaborate with local businesses, and it even gave some points and tricks on networking um, to help you get over some of those nerves and some issues that you might be having. Now, um, they stayed in there, if you're not networking, you are flying blind. And I think that Brennan and I really just want to say that's exactly what we're doing here. And that's what we're, we, why we created this collective. We wanted to build a community where people can access and engage with each other. We know how powerful this is, folks. Like, this is powerful stuff. So let's grow this community into something spectacular. Tell your colleagues. Let, let's just share the news um, and tell everyone to join us at the LBXcollective.com. And to wrap things up today, that is your homework. There's no rumination today, but your homework this weekend <laughs> is to find somebody and say, hey, have you heard about the collective? Go join the lbxcollective.com, listen to the podcast, follow them on their Discord channel, um, get in there, let's start communicating and have um, a, a really amazing time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, look, that's the end of today's LBX Daily. So as Christine mentioned, hop on in there and and you just really build that community, share the link to the Discord server with all of your friends and anybody else who you believe really needs to be a part of this, which we think should be everybody in the LBX community in general. Uh, so until we meet again, our fellow LBXers, keep being extraordinary. This is Christine Beer and Brandon Wiley signing off. Stay tuned and keep kicking ass. Bye. <laughs>